Welcome to the I Might Be Wrong podcast with Justin Foster and myself, Juan Kingsbury. Justin and I are really good friends who are always talking about everything under the sun, and we trust each other. We can say things that, frankly, would be embarrassing or misunderstood uh, in the public eye, and so that's what we're going to do. We're going to say it and record it and let you decide if we're wrong. But we do ask that you consider it for yourself. The things that you believe in, the things that you uh, say you have conviction about. Is there a chance that you might be wrong? We hope you enjoy our show. All right, it is time to talk conspiracy. Or talk for me how conspiracies have been ruined <laughs> by people who take them incredibly serious, and it is now in our mainstream media and politics. Um, so, were, were you ever a conspiracy guy? Like, did you do you UFOs, ghosts? I don't know, microchips. So, so I've been conspiracy curious, maybe conspiracy adjacent. Like the closest thing to buying into like a conspiracy it probably was like and I, even then i did i was very skeptical that there is a, there's a, there was a there was a conspiracy to um rem, like suppress christianity in the united states yeah and there was a you know like the and and then but but this goes to something i'll be i mean i don't know when this will air but i'm, I'm writing a two-part series i wrote the first part last we called um, the incompatibility of consciousness related to consumerism. And this week or next week, I'm going to be writing about the incompatibility of consciousness related to ideology. And, and a lot of this is a lot of conspiracy theories are ideology driven. I've noticed. I mean, the biggest one right now is QAnon, which is a right wing conspiracy. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, you're saying they're uh, but, driven but, but by by people who believe things should be a certain way. That's right. And the reason they're not is because there's little men behind yeah. the scenes. Yes, right, right. So there's some sort of pattern here with your ideology that, you know, this is why I call them ideology, ideology or like the beer goggles of intellectual thought. Like it changes what you see. If, if everything you do, you run through an ideological filter. But, you know, I've been curious about Bigfoot and I and I kind of have this like spectrum of Bigfoot could be could be real. There's yeah. a scientific possibility that Bigfoot is real. Yeah. UFOs, maybe. But when you think about what it would take in order for that to happen, I think the UFOs and the stuff that are being seen are probably more like like DARPA or, you know, yeah. Dark Works projects or something well, like that. That's the thing. Not to not to like haha, but. Yeah. unidentified flying objects sure as right. hell are real it's the alien part that we haven't yeah, yeah, you know yeah. figured that's out that's where i'm like oh, okay yeah. i don't know i mean it could be but but then you get into you know like uh the anti-vaxxers um the the people that you know think bill gates is the lizard king or that fauci works for you know is a works for the uh, some sort of global cabal you know like on and on and on and what i found one is that the more insular your, your your culture is the more susceptible you are to conspiracy theories. So you see this in 
And we, we think of conspiracy theories sometimes as sort of a white thing. That's my observation. Yeah. But there's conspiracy theories in every culture. And oh, it's totally the, the common denominator is insular. It's like they don't know anyone outside of. So like, for example, I mean, this is an example in the South where the, um, the, the, during the Civil War, uh, Southern, the Southern, um, Southerners and the slaveholders told their slaves that Northerners had horns and were the spawn of the devil. So when they showed up to save them or to rescue them or free them, they were suspicious of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was a that was a conspiracy yeah. theory. That was an example. Well, it, so, it's funny because yeah. the other day on a comedy podcast, this um, black comedian was talking about. He's like, I got my new podcast, and you know, he's he's plugging it on this other podcast. He's like, oh, so what's it about? He's like conspiracy theories, and he's like, oh, aren't there other podcasts about that? He's like, yeah, but what black people think about them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, that's a pretty good niche. <laughs> and uh, yeah, right. um, but going back, the the insular, just to be clear, um, uh-huh. like basically, the, the more bubbled you are, protected, the more likely you're, you're saying to to believe these um, yeah these patchwork of things. And actually, I think as as you were talking, that's why where we are at today with with the stuff that's going around and i don't want to put it all on QAnon, but that seems to be the, the where the yeah. cool party's at um that it's now a global thing that it's mm-hmm. everyone's in in on it um yeah. whereas before it was just these segmented things it's like everyone you, you throw tom hanks in there you throw right. nasa yeah. you throw you know and right. yeah. and you know and i'm there's a part of me that's like well what if i knew something that was crazy but true no one would would believe me, but like the amount of work, the production, you know, I, I've been a part of conferences and stuff like yeah. shit goes wrong all the time. <laughs> you know, right. the other yeah. day on the NBA, they bent the rim in the middle of the game, like yeah. all this stuff. And, and it's brought down to one dude who's, right. who's, who's sharing, sharing blogs. So I'm like, that's, that's impressive, but that's a right. big leap of faith. Or, uh, yeah, it's, it's um, I think it's the comfort of delusion, too. I see that a lot with people that are into conspiracy theories, which is you, I, my life. I have a shitty life. I don't like my job. I don't like my wife. You know, I don't like this life, you know. And so I'm going to I'm going to join in on some sort of conspiracy theory. That's essentially what extremism is. So you look in, you can look at um, right wing extremism. Um, you can look at uh, uh, Islamic extremism. Is, the, is this buying into this idea that because of your, dis, your despair is because of someone else. And now, here's the, thing about, here's the thing about this. What makes conspiracy theories work to some extent, to a large extent, are the elements of the, the elemental parts that are true. So you take like QAnon and there's this giant pedophile ring. Well, if you look at the evidence, which is what's going on, what, what happened with Epstein and Maxwell, there's some truth to that element of it. It's the delusion that comes on the other side of that, that this is that, you know, that leads somebody to get in their car and go down and shoot up a pizza joint and wherever they did that, you know, and it happened again in in Texas last week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, uh, you know, speaking of friends or whatever connections, like I see a lot, especially of the, the moms who are very much, Hey, you need to care about this. Why are people protesting about this, but not about the kids? And it's like, Oh, like it's, you know, part of me feels guilty of like, why am I not, you know, not even not why don't I believe them, but like, 
do I need to, I, I said this off mic, but do I need to go down that rabbit hole of the QAnon videos? Yeah. But it's yeah. also like, do I need to do cocaine to know that I don't need cocaine? Right. Um, but it's also, you know, but these are people that I love, I care about, and it's not, it's, it's, it's a mental quicksand, you know, and would you say conspiracy kind of is to extremism is to, like you said this off mic, but like a mental illness? I think it's a mental illness. Yeah. I, I view, I view extremism as a mental illness. I mean, some, I'm not a trained, you know, I'm not a psychotherapist or anything, but, um, that's why this podcast is called, I might be wrong. So, yes. uh, <laughs> disclaimer, I don't have the credentials the after my name, but in talking to a number of psychotherapists and, and reading and researching a little bit on, on the matter, um, uh, is I think it is a mental illness. I think extremism is a mental illness. I think conspiracy theory is like a medium. It's like, uh, it's the, it's the, um, the, the vessel that carries the extremism. It's, uh, you know, like, it's like the, the, the extremism is the sugar and conspiracy theories are the bloodstream. You gotcha. know, like yeah. it's, it's well, like a caring a caring agent. You know, um, I'm gonna assume a lot for the the uh, the audience that listens. But you know, you're 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 in branding. You're all, all about, um, you know, speaking from the soul and and you know, not just I don't know selling. I don't know. You're gonna say it better than I am. But there's a part of me that I hear a bit of that in the conspiracy. Like they they feel like they're raging against the machine. They're not conforming, and it's almost like there's this bell curve of you know, lame consumerism. And then there's this, you know, conscious thing that you, you speak to a lot. And then mm -hmm. there's this extreme of like, Hey, you've, you've gone too far. Um, like I, I feel like the conspiracy people, um, much like any group, you know, believes that they're right, but also that, are, that they're the good guys. Um, yeah. and that they're, they're, they're the ones who are woke or the ones who are, um, whatever the, the, term that means well, well, not yeah. not the sheeple you know whatever offensive right, right. yeah that they're the yeah that they are and and uh well, what it, like what's the difference then like how do you how do you know how do, like i know i know but i don't know like when i talk to justin i f i feel a certain way when you speak to from your heart whatever versus someone else who's like nah man you don't know like i don't yeah, know what the well, difference well, is well, i feel well, it though well, yeah i think the difference is related to mental health. I think that, you know, there's a, there's a saying in therapy, therapy and, you know, um, in psychology, which is if you know, you're crazy, if you think you're crazy, then you're, then you're not. And so there's not, there's not, there's, there's this sort of, um, um, deep like conviction at a, at a, an extreme level with people that are extremists or in conspiracy theories. And so there's not pondering, there's no contemplation. There's no like, Oh wait, I might be wrong. Um, yeah. And what they do though is they bolster that with interesting terms. Like, how often have we heard? And well, I don't know if you saw the exchange between the My Pillow guy and Anderson Cooper. I did. Yeah. Yeah. And and um, where he was like, "Well, there's a study." Well, study is an unregulated word in 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 advertising. So you can use study, a study, and it's like um, uh, the the study of airborne, the they they the airborne the you know the cold prevention medicine. Oh yeah, the, yeah. They oh, did yeah. a what study. Happened? It was two people <laughs> because there's no, it's not regulated. Yeah. But, but but something in the mind of the extremist or the conspiracy theorist 
I think that underneath it, because I think underneath all of our mental stuff is our soul. I think our soul, the soul, the soul of the extremist is saying, you're so full of shit. So and then and then the ego mind responds and says, well, here's a study. Here's here's some facts. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, well, it's almost like uh, I don't know if you, you there was a, a I don't know, consult, love consultant, this dude named Mysterious. It was like early 2000s. And he taught like awkward men how to um pick up hot women oh, yeah, yeah. and it was yeah. <laughs> really dumb but but you know it had things that kind of made sense but um the the term peacocking are you familiar with that in terms of I the am, day? Yeah. yeah there's yeah. P, there's there's prince you know who's like wow that dude's just weird and you pay attention uh-huh. and then there's the other guy who's just wearing a big ass hat because he's trying to get laid um and i think that's the difference between an authentic person who's just wearing their heart on their sleeve and, and the, they are who they are. And then the other person who's trying to justify that I want something. And I, I, yeah. I think actually you gave me advice months ago of like, stop trying to convert people on just show them something. And I think there's a kind of a nice, a niceness that's missing from the, con- the people who are really into conspiracy. There's a, a judgment, yeah. um, and uh, you're a fool. You're stupid. Versus, right. hey man, like, can I show you this? Right. Um, and and I think that that's my first sign for me personally. I'm not saying for everyone. When people are like, read this long document that has terrible grammar, <laughs> or go watch yeah. these videos. I'm like, yeah. nah, man. Like, I'm not discounting that someone put a video together, but I know how easy it is to produce something on my computer and not really put t- uh, time and care and and throw a couple in, uh, interesting things. Um, just because some, someone made something doesn't mean you put it in your mouth and you digest it, you know? Right. Right. Oh man. And it's like that video. I think it was the pandemic video. It was a woman that was like being interviewed cause she'd been fired, fired yeah. by the CDC and everything. You start to unravel that. Oh, and they silenced her by putting her in jail and you start to unravel exact actually what happened. And what's, what's interesting is I, I get, I don't know about you, but I still get not daily, but a couple times a week, somebody that I know in my circle that is a wackadoodle conspiracy person, send me something, text me, message me, whatever. And and, there, and so somebody um, sent me this particular pandemic video and, I, and I, I, I watched it. I don't do that all the time, but I thought this is a good exercise in skepticism. So I watched it and then I did some fact checking and dug in and, and I messaged this person back and I said, uh, did you, did you know? And I listed three things and I got this. Yeah, but still. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> here's what we're, what we're dealing with. Yeah. Not just mental illness there. That's true. And that's sort of like dark humor. There's something else, which is intellectual relativism, which is that your shitty, uh, ill-informed opinion is equally valuable valuable to someone that is doing something based off of facts or science. Yeah, that's it's that it's that intellectual relativism. It's just because I have an opinion um, means that my opinion is equal to your opinion, it, even if you are an expert. Yeah. So if I'm a if I'm a if I'm a, a, a like a, let's say you know you I'm just picking a job let's say you you know you work for an insurance company and but you're a conspiracy theorist and so you read on the internet all about the Fauci conspiracy and the pandemic and everything and then you start talking about it but 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 there's this assumption and I think I blame the internet for this and social media as the tools 
there's this assumption that just because you have an opinion, it has some relativism related to it. There's, there's some equality related to it. Now everyone has the right to say whatever they want, but there is, there is evidentiary facts, you know, even, even in the spiritual side of things, there's still, there's, there's substance and there's non-substance. Yeah. Um, so I the, think that's, that's, that's what I look for is the, is the, is the, the extensive amount of intellectual relativism that goes on in an extremist mind. Yeah. And the, remember when they used to tell us, don't believe everything you see on TV. Yeah. Right. Uh, for some reason, I don't think that advice made the leap to the internet. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> um, and even I think maybe, <laughs> no, actually, no, not now. I was like, I think some people still don't know how the internet works and, and unrelated, but kind of, when you put a picture on the internet, even if you delete it, it's still there. Even if you tweeted it and then you deleted it, it's still there. And dark, but very true, that comedian Chris Delia, um, there's a, he, he got in trouble, or I shouldn't get in trouble, he's been accused of, um, what does he call it, grooming younger girls who went to his mm-hmm. show or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And there's like a video of him realizing that uh, Snapchat, which is an app that you can, you know, the picture deletes forever, but his yeah. friends are like, but yeah, you can screenshot it and save it on your phone. He's like, yeah. you can like, and otherwise uh, prior to this, wasn't my favorite comedian, but I, I admired him. He had, had some good stuff, but I'm like, this adult man doesn't understand <laughs> that when he's talking to anyone, screw it. If it's a, it's a young person, but anyone, when you put that out there, it, it crystallizes and it, 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 it's going to exist and it's going to affect you. But going back to conspiracies, anyone can put anything out there and doesn't mean actually what, as you were talking and you saw it, you, you explained it one way of like, Hey, people discredit the intellectual side. And I totally agree. But I think also we overcredit the intellectual side and science. I don't think in the past people really were like, Whoa, your study is accurate. And I fact check it. It was like, no, Tylenol works versus this other stuff. And that's why we still have so many skeptics today. But the, yeah. ex- the example I'll give, I have this um, cousin, Jaden. He's an awesome kid. Uh, he's like 15, 16 now. And he'll come over. He'll pull weeds or whatever. We'll play video games. And one day, my wife and I were, we were eating, or we changed our diet a couple years ago. Really good, hearty food, you know, keto, high fat, whatever. We loved it. He, we made him lunch. Who wouldn't eat it? He's like, what, what is this? And he wanted fast food. Now he's skinny, a bean pole. I could not sell him on, no, this food tastes good. <laughs> it's better for you. People still, it's kind of trying to change someone's diet if they're just mm-hmm. used to a steady stream of, of cheeseburgers and mm-hmm. then saying, here's this, you know, a uh, uh, salad. I think, you know, it, it, the currency exchange rate, what people yeah. want, ver- fact versus referral. And, you know, my, my if I was going to convince my mom or dad that the, planet was square to my dad i'd have to go bring a bunch of books and maps and da 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 to my mother i'd have to say hey your best friend says this and da 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 and i think that's we we overvalue what matters to us when we're talking to someone else yeah i think i think there this goes back to as a lot of things like a spectrum which is there's um let's call it the spectrum learnedness and there's a sort of an anti-intellectualism that permeates a certain certain elements of society. Um, 
And then on the other end of that anti-intellectualism and that on the learnedness spectrum is a adulation or veneration of learned people. So we put like an Einstein up on a pedestal and Einstein becomes like the secular Jesus, you know, uh, of science or Stephen Hawkins and all that. And these were, these are humans that were deeply flawed, you know, um, Einstein had a whole bunch of moral issues, you know, moral failings for lack of a better term. And, yeah. you know, like, and so, so it's, it's the, to me, the focus is on your own learnedness and it goes to something that, you know, I don't often get to have like real conversations with people that are extremists or conspiracy theorists. But one of the questions I, I like to ask, I, I want to ask, and, and I, I ask when I can, which is if your conspiracy theory is true, what are you going to do with your life? What does your life look like? Because what this is, is, de- is a type of detachment. It's a type of disconnect that says, oh, the reason I feel this way is because Bill Gates is the lizard king. You know, like that type of thing. Yeah. All right, so let's, let's, let's go with it. It's yeah. all true. Every bit of your conspiracy. How, is, how, is your go- how are you going to live your life? How yeah. is your life going to look different? And then it starts to break down. So I think I think that's a key. Well, a question for you related to this is um, on, on this idea of of intellectualism. And uh, well, Tom Nichols wrote a book called The Death of Expertise. Um, I haven't read it, but I've, I've read the whole book. I've just read pieces of it. Um, what do you think is the current like American, like on a like on like an American, like a mean or an average, like a curve? of the view of experts, people that actually have like credentialed expertise. What, how are they seen in our society? Like how, how do we view them? Yeah. Um, oh, just like collectively, not, not just you, yeah. you and I and people. Right, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, like, on a, good... like a, like on a, like on a curve or yeah. What's the curve on, on expertise? Ooh, on that's... How expertise is perceived. Yeah. I, I don't think it's, <sighs> Huh. I'll I'll shoot off the hip. So I might be wrong. Great name for the podcast. Um, I don't think we value it. I think like uh, to some degree it matters. It's like, whoa, that guy has a master's or or three doctorates. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's this whole I went to the school of hard knocks, the reality, which I think is cool, too. Um, But I I think the more someone has an expertise, the the collectively the more we're going to judge them of like you you should have known better or you didn't really know it's like i think we expect perfectionism and because we don't get that then we discredit everything it's kind of an it's an all or nothing thing right. you either need to be nostradamus nostradamus or you're a fool and all you have are your degrees yeah. you fool right here yeah i i think that um i think there's an interesting i don't know if it's a paradox or something it's a it's a it's it's a, a strange twist to this idea of, of expertise, which is we have a we we have access to so much more information because of the internet, um, and so we 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 think and maybe I'll put it this way because of the internet we collectively the collective sort of consciousness of America or or, or, or psyche of America we think we're experts. Because yeah. we watched, we read this article and watched this YouTube video and watched this documentary. And yeah, that's, we think we're experts. Yep. But I don't think you're an expert. Yeah. I think there's an arrogance and a narcissism to it. Um, yeah. To that. 
it goes to like when someone I was talking to someone and they're like uh, here in Texas and they're like, I can't believe Abbott's shutting things down. And uh, this is during, you know, the first stages of mm-hmm. when the when the, the first wave of COVID came to Texas. And I asked this person, I said, assuming that you have the the credentials and the authority, the similar credentials and authority as someone like Fauci or Abbott, the governor of Texas, pick your you know leader, what would you have done differently? What would you have done differently? And it immediately goes to, well, I wouldn't have da, 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 da. I'm like, I didn't ask you that, dude. I asked you, what would you do differently? And he didn't have an answer. Yeah. And it goes to that, like, we, we see this all the time. And it's some, some it's sort of like face painters in sports. It's kind of, it's benign. You know, sometimes there's violence. But <laughs> Are you, you talking know, about like the crazy fans? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Crazy fans. And then there's the, there's the crazy fan. Then there's a the crazy fan that thinks that they could actually do it better. I can't believe the coach made that call or man, what a terrible throw by da, 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 like you, whoever, you know, you pick your quarterback. Oh man, Justin, you just gave the best context. It's, we're not trying to eliminate crazy fans. We want fans. Right. Hopefully you're not sending to too many crazy fans, but also maybe you'll be a crazy fan. You're a Raiders fan, right? Um, You know, maybe you you do this, (laughs) but what the problem is, or maybe not the problem, what the difference is, is that they're on the freaking beginning, middle and end of the show. (laughs) It's yeah. like I'm trying to watch a damn game here. Get that guy yes. with the face paint out of the way. Right. And the um, face painter, yeah, the intellectual face painters have shown up now and they've taken over the they've taken over, you know, you know, a portion of the GOP, which used to be a party that um was like some of the most like intellectual giants came out of the GOP. Like even if you agree with disagree with them politically, like Milton Friedman or Barry Goldwater or William F. Buckley, like these were thinkers. Um, and they've been replaced by face painters. Like, you know, the, the most, the, the best example of a face painter is Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Uh, he's a, he's like, he's like a super fan and, yeah. and, uh, he's the, he's the guy that it, it, the equivalent of this is not the person that just gets dressed up for the game. It's the person that is covered in gear all the time. Yeah. They go out and they're wearing like six different Raider things, you know, because it's their identity. Yeah. And that's well, what that's what they're getting to. And man, we'll really double down on, on this analogy that, th- for me personally, we've talked about sports. You know, I I I I like sports. I just I don't watch them nearly as much as most of America or the world does. But I get annoyed at the super fans, especially in basketball, when people are like, "Oh, that's a foul," and I'm like, "No, no, it wasn't." Like, <laughs> like watch the game. Like, um, I don't want to eliminate them. And hell, if there's more of them, that's fine. But it's like. I want to watch the game. I don't want your opinion of these things, you know, right. all, all the time. And right now, going back to the internet, that's the thing is you put on face, ba- face paint, you have a YouTube video and Instagram or whatever, and you can blow up and not to, this is my conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's about money. You know, someone ultimately you get enough clicks and likes and fuck, you know, with this podcast, if we got $10, you know, $10 a a download or some shit, um, I might be like, you know what? I'm gonna start saying more stuff that, yeah, I read this briefly. And, um, but going, you said something that I was like going back to the language or language is just to me is always the, the little ingredients that make a huge different, different information. We, I forget how you said it. We either take information wrong or the currency or the, the the value of it but someone's opinion 
isn't information it's their opinion and just mixing that up to begin with it's like the difference between eating soup and eating dirt like both are things you could eat <laughs> but one's actual food um and then the you were we were talking about face paint the the person or the the analogy i keep going to and it's maybe biased because it's what i do for a living is the jaded employee who's not very good at their job who is just talking smack about bosses that are probably flawed, you know, like you were saying about the great thinkers, but they have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. They have no idea what it took to get PPP or to disinfect mm-hmm. the office or to choose not to do like, and yeah, I would have done this. They can always tell you what other people did wrong, but yeah. they can never tell you the choice that they would make to, yes. to own it. And that's, that's what I hear all the time in right. these conspiracy yes. people. Yeah, across the board, it doesn't matter what it is. I want to go back to what you said about money because I think there's I think there's a lot of truth to that. And you take something like the media. So let's take the media as an industry. Um, very little of it's news. It's not really news. Um, it's opinion, your opinion being repeated back to you in order to get your attention. So Ooh. it doesn't mean it's not. Sometimes it's not thoughtful. I think. Yeah. I, I, like I think Rachel Maddow, I don't agree with her politically, but I think she's thoughtful or 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 uh, Trevor Noah or mm-hmm. trying to think of someone on the right that I think is like Eric Erickson. I, you know, I don't agree with Eric Erickson on all politics, but I agree with enough of him. Like I get that he's got some intellectual heft behind what he's saying. Ben Shapiro is another one. I, I mean, I find him smarmy and annoying, but he's an, another example of like at least there's some there's there's some some sort of intellectual substance there. there there's yeah there's with him it's it's funny i've always wanted to talk to you about him we should dedicate an episode just to him <laughs> but i'm like yeah, there's these cracks i mean not cracks there's these little bleeps of like oh i could have a conversation with him and i want to yeah. know what he thinks even with this yeah. but most of the time i see a, a very angry eddie monster who, who yeah. knows way more than I'll ever learn, but yes. doesn't want to have a conversation, just wants to, here, here's a, a visual. Um, when someone, I just, like, cousin sent me a video of a guy trying to show off karate moves to, uh-huh. to someone, depending, and the guy just kept, like, slapping. The person who was supposed to be having the moves yeah. to, kept slapping. He's like, no, don't do that. That's how I, I, I pictured yeah. Ben Shapiro. I'm just going to throw punches. You need to take them. Don't ever yeah. argue with me. Don't, ar- don't ever argue with me, right. So, looping back to that is... Where there's very little hard news that, um, you know, reported because the business model doesn't really support like, hey, here's what happened today. And that's it like that. Now it's here's what happened today. And here's an analysis from a talking a panel of people that are experts that are talking over them each other. Da, 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 da. So that's one side of it. That's and that's the business model. And that's fine. You know, whatever. But then you get into understanding that conspiracy theories are business models. Um, the extremism is a business model. Um, you look at Steve Bannon, who oh, yeah. one, of the, one of the greatest uh, ir- beautiful ironies of 2020 is that Steve Bannon was arrested by the Postal Service. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, I didn't realize uh, that. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, that's so awesome. Anyway, um, but that's an example of like the, like the grift that goes on. And I sent you that podcast conspir- uh, conspiritual and um, there's an episode on cults and he, they talk in there about how so much of this is monetized um, or Michael Shermer, who's one of my favorite um, thinkers. I don't 
you know, again, I don't agree with him on everything, but he's one of my favorite thinkers. Sure. He talks about how if you've ever noticed that somebody that believes in a conspiracy theory, they also generally have something they're trying to sell you. It's like, you know, yeah. it used to be like, buy these eight cassettes to learn what really is going on with blank, yeah. you know? Well, and that's, um, I don't think I've told you this yet. I'm my, 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 my regular podcast for my business career blind spot. I'm going to uh, repurpose because as much as I love doing it, I don't have a great audience. And then I, the more I thought about it and I'm like, from the murder podcast to the comedy podcast to the conspirituality podcast, they're all entertaining. Mm-hmm. At, the, at the end of the day, they're they're a new. It's old time radio, but they're movies for our ears. You know, they're they're talking heads for our ears. There's the reason, you know, ESPN and Fox Sports have so much more content is because people tune in because they mm-hmm. just want to have that. That's itch. I was like, I need to make my stuff more entertaining, um, and I might not make money from it directly, but. I was like, oh, it's not as entertaining. It's not as it's not as um, uh, palatable for a majority. It's it's for a very microcosm of people, which I'm like, I like that. But at the end of the day, I'm trying to earn money too. But I think just like with business, a lot of people get into business to make money, not necessarily just because they really love their product and craft. Right. And so, yeah, like, I, yeah, it's like is somebody that owns a storage facility. Are they like way into storage facilities? <laughs> I love storage. <laughs> I love storage so much. I'm going to start a business. No, probably not. They yeah. probably they probably like business, and so they pick something that they can make money at. And yeah. I think that's that's great. Yeah, it's, it, it's the it's the monetization or the commoditization of fear. Yeah, um, that's it, what that's where it starts to get to me. Uh, adventures into evil, for lack of a better term. It's yeah, a, there's, a, there's a certain um darkness inky darkness to people that will manipulate it's like trump trump who is a living breathing conspiracy theory in many ways both on the left and the right is like his like saying like suburban things calling them suburban housewives and low-income housing and all of this sort of trope is what it is it's it's dog whistling um to particular things um and i think that i think that you that's all about selling. That's what this, that is. It's all about selling. It's like we've like Emily and I talk about at Root and River. We talk about, it's a term I picked up years ago from somewhere a FUD fear, uncertainty and doubt. Yeah. Well, FUD is a, is a really tempting business model. It's a really tempting marketing tactic because it almost always works for a while. Yeah. Well, it's the old school car salesman. When people think non people who don't like sales, we think of sales as the car salesman who's pushing you to something you don't want, but they're going to butter you up and, and rush you through it. Um, and would you say FUD, you know, fear, uncertainty, doubt. But I think that's, that there's a little thing here. Uh, do you know Neil deGrasse Tyson? Oh, yeah. You know, he's um, the, the modern day Bill Nye or, or whatever. And um, I got hit more to science. And it's funny, I tell my wife who reads about string theory, string theory for fun, and she's like, oh, he he's childish and i'm like shut up like i understand it but that's his job he's he's this um bridge to getting non-scientific people or non i should say uh, uh naturally curious no that's not even the right word getting everyone comfortable with hey science actually is interesting to you mm-hmm. he was the guy who killed pluto as a planet he is the person who points out that science isn't about proving what's right it's about proving what's what's wrong and you know you you keep testing it that's the opposite of conspiracy 
How many right. times has a conspiracy said, actually, we got that wrong? Yes. You know, and, and the irony that conspiracies are always pointing to the people who are lying and yes. position themselves as people who, is all, who are always telling the truth. And yes. I think that's where, you know, put, pat ourselves on the back. We might be wrong, <laughs> but I think that's a huge part of can this person admit, not will they, are they capable but like, have they actually learned? Are they the same? Did they have the same level of intelligence today as they did 10 years ago? Well, right. that's probably not probably. someone you're going to learn from. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that there's a, um, with, I think that what, I think this is part of it too, is I think people believe in conspiracy theories when they feel powerless. And part of the reason they feel powerless is there is, there are powerful people. There are people that have lots of money that are able to kind of create their own reality. And we, and we have to be able to talk about that. We have to be able to talk about how there is a misuse of power and abuse of power in many cases. And that's what produces the conspiracy theory. And this isn't, this is not an entirely accurate comparative, but it's my point when people say, well, how come millennials seem like socialists? Well, because they've seen their parents get mistreated by corporate capitalism. They've seen all these things and they're like, well, this sucked. Corporate capitalism sucks. And, you know, Jeff Bezos is worth billions of dollars, but the Amazon driver is making, you know, he's making a pit, barely making enough to, you know, pay rent. And they look at that and they go, well, that's wrong. And then their, their discussion is around like a solution of socialism. So my point to all this And this is how I know that this is why I believe that conspiracy theorists are mentally ill most of the time, because if we can get some agreement on the problem, if we can get agreement on the problem, that there is a problem, not on the solution, there is a problem, homeless vets problem, opioid addiction problem, problem, um, income in income disparity problem, uh, racial in uh, systemic and racial injustice, um, problem. What happens, though, with the conspiracy theorist is they cannot agree on the actual problem, even though their conspiracy theory is about the problem. They can't they they can't they they can't have that discussion. And I think part of it is that's why I go back to the evidence that it's a mental illness, because a mental illness by its nature is a disconnect from reality. And that's where you can't you can't go back to a root thing and even agree on the problem. Yeah, it's. (sighs) Yeah, I, I even not not cringe, but I'm like, should I even refer to them as they, you know, because I, I believe certain things that I haven't really done my homework on or hearsay. But like you said, I want to have a solution to a problem. I, I, I don't want to just talk about things anymore. You know, if I, I am going to have fun and, and just goof off, OK, fine. But if this is that serious, you know, what what can I do about it? And I think that's yeah. a good um not even, I don't know if practice is the right word mm-hmm. because I think we, we kind of get addicted to like, Oh, look at all these evil people, you know? And, and it's almost like, uh, um, what the non, uh, faith-based people accuse the faith-based people of, of like, all you're doing is judging. Well, you know, if, if let's take Christianity, you're not supposed to judge, you're supposed to love, <laughs> you know, you're, you're supposed to, uh, um, you know, hang out with the, the, what, whatever it is, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not the best representation of this, but if everyone was more welcoming and loving and whatnot, we would have a very different view of, of Christianity. Um, but because people are humans and they're going to make their own choices, we have a 
complicated thing. And, and the people who represent it on, on a higher level or on, on a more uh, public level um, don't always have that. They smile and they're kind, but, you know, when there's a flood and they don't open their church, you know, everyone yeah, saw what's happening. Yeah. And nice. They're not kind. Though. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And, and and yeah, actually, there's the big difference is it's it's kind of like a customer service who's talking to you in a sweet yeah. voice, but won't actually help you. Um, and I think with the conspiracy, it's you if you want to actually do something about it that's Mm -hmm. that's a i can talk to you or at least i would want to talk to you but if you just want to point and judge that's you're allowed to do that (laughs) but i'm actually giving myself my own advice here of like oh i don't really want to get caught up so all the all the friends that are posting on um the sex trafficking and all that stuff okay you're posting which good on you but if you don't actually want to like what are we going to do about it hey do i need to stop shopping at a certain store do like tell me give me some data because you know it's going to change my major life okay i'll 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 hear that out but if it's just trolling for whatever i i need to cut that out something to do with some sort of like chasing dopamine or something like that too um not that i haven't done that um yeah you know like um, but I, I try to use humor for that case, um, you know, and, 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 and using humor to sort of skewer or poke, poke fun at conspiracy theorists, you know, because I, I, I think humor is just a good way to process it because that's what comedians do. They take serious things and make, make it, make you able to be able to talk about them. Some of the darkest shit comedians can talk about. And I think there's a lesson there about that. So it kind of goes to three things before we wrap up here to me. These are my three kind of final three thoughts yeah, on this. Go for it. Number one, um, if you are only pointing out the problem and what somebody else is not doing instead of pos- as opposed to offering a solution, I don't believe you and I don't trust you. Um, I fully support your right to be wrong and your right to, you know, I don't support your right to be wrong that so it hurts other people, which is one of my 50 million grievances with Trump. Um, his being wrong is fatal. Um, that's the difference. The second thing is if you don't want to talk about the problem, like the agree to problem, let's take the conspiracy theory off the table and talk about the problem that produced the conspiracy theory. If you don't want to talk about the problem, we got nothing to talk about. Um, and then the, the third thing is if you don't leave room for the fact that you might be wrong in the process, you are spreading a religion. And I don't like religious people. I don't. I don't find religious people and using that term loosely to be. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't find. Um, I don't have. I, I, there is a hierarchy of credibility with me. And if all you're doing is spewing, it's similar to the face painter metaphor. If it's the face. The face painters are like the the priests of the religion of the team. If that's all you you're doing, I don't trust you. I probably don't even like you. <laughs> um, in that process yeah and because of those three things and here's the thing that i've learned you can love everyone but sometimes you have to love people from a distance yeah. because they're unhealthy to have around yeah well and, and that's okay going back to the 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 religious or the selling or the uh, uh face painting i think it's a difference between someone who wants to build a church versus spread the word or the message or more relative the person who's just trying to sell $20 or no $200 tickets at at a a fraction of the price for 20% they're trying to fill the room you know like the timeshare versus I really love homes 
and I really want to help you, you know, get have a great vacation. There's a big difference there. Like, what's their real goal? And mm-hmm. and I think with those, like, we, we kind of lumped everyone together, but there's the people behind this who are driving conspiracy. You mentioned, mm-hmm. like, a, a, a Rush Limbaugh or whoever. You know, I, we, we do yeah. bounce back. But then my bigger concern is that the the people that I know next to me, I'm like, oh, like, I'm judging them and they're judging me. What do we do about it is why are they inviting you to the conference or to the church? Is it is it really about like, are you going to a mega church or are you going to a tiny community where it, it is about um, mm-hmm. helping your neighbor and blah, blah, blah. And like you said, it's a choice. But, you know, for, for me, everything comes down to is this person. Yeah, I liked your three a lot. I, I'd probably borrow them. But like, are they are they kind about it? You know, if it's just judgment and a finger point hell you might be wrong but my there's something in my brain's like i don't i i don't want to be unless my life's in danger right now i'm probably not going to make time for for the way you're going to do things right totally agree with that that's a good one too um all right man well uh that concludes that we've solved all the world's problems it was the lizard people no so what i took out of this one is we need our own conspiracy theory that we come up with so we can build a massive following and get rich. Yes. Oh, is, okay. is that what we're? Yeah. Is that what we're proposing? Yeah. And so send us five dollars, so we'll put out that special. No, I'm just <laughs> but, all right. <laughs> that concludes this one.